Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Robert Clarkson with Reactive Training out of the UK. Robert, what is going on? How are you doing today? Happy Friday. I'm good. Happy Friday. We appreciate you being here and we're excited to have you on. And, you know, we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty of what you have going on here with reactive training. But first, let's take a step back. Let's go ahead and give the viewers a little perspective. And so in your own words here, Robert, how would you describe reactive training and what you guys do? Sure. So, um, Reactive training is a, a small, independent, functional training gym. Um, and we kind of cater for members who maybe don't have experience of training. Majority of our members have never kind of lifted any weights or anything before. Um, but, you know, they're, they're looking for a kind of safe place to get started. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. So kind of like a gym for people that are just starting out or looking for ways to kind of get into functional training. Yeah, that's awesome. I love the explanation there. And so let's start with the bare bones basics here, Robert. I mean, how many members are you serving currently? Sure. At the moment, we are kind of between 70 and 80 members. Um, we have a few members on trial, so we kind of run six-week trials, uh, six-week challenges. Um, so we have a few members on that as well. Um, so any one time, kind of between 70 and 80 at the moment. Awesome. Awesome. And, uh, you know, for you guys, I mean, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door? Um, pr- probably the best method um, is referrals. You know, just kind of from our current members and from people they know, because we know that, the people that they're referring are going to be a, a good fit for us and we're going to be a good fit for them. But we've used all sorts, um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Um, we've had a wee bit of success. So we, I, I would say that we just try and do a wee bit of everything and we'll pivot depending on like what's working currently. Um, so at the moment, like Facebook's kind of really took a bit of a dive for us um, compared to before COVID. We were doing really well. And then after COVID, um, we've not been doing so well on Facebook, but kind of doing well um, in other areas. Nice. Yeah, you got to adjust, right? Adjust as, as the process goes on. And so, now let's say this. Let's say this, Robert. I mean, let's say hypothetically, of course, leads, traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited. Yep. I mean, how much higher could you go? Um, it depends because at, at our current um, schedule and classes, maybe around 100 to 120, but we have space to increase class sizes so we could like put on extra days, extra time. So, I mean, potentially we could scale to 200 members. Well, yeah. So nearly double here. I mean, a little yeah. more than double, actually. So. But that, that would require other things like more staff. At the moment, it's just of me. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, which really? Makes it more, yeah, well, I had another coach who uh, just left a few weeks ago. He, he basically had another baby. So he's got two young kids um, and kind of, he's not doing any coaching anymore. Um, he's he's kind of um, decided to go a different path. So this is just recently. So the moment being just me makes scaling a bit harder as well. Yeah, and I appreciate the honesty and transparency there. I, you know, it's not easy to, to share those things, but I appreciate it because I think with the viewers, they can understand that those things are inevitable, right? It's yeah. going to happen, right? Yeah. So life happens, and that's okay. Uh, and so I guess I'll ask, and it's kind of a good segue here, and I'll ask, it's a little bit of a long question, but uh, if you need me to repeat anything, by all means, let me know, but bear with me on this explanation here. So but we've discussed this entire podcast and what I would say are the most three prominent pillars of business we use in the fitness and gym industry are going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing, your acquisition, which is your sales, and then you have your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. So of those three, Robert, where do you feel like you could improve the most? Um, possibly, I mean, there's a bit of room for improvement across the board. There's always room for improvement. I don't feel that what kind of maxed out on any of those areas but probably at the moment the, the key focus is getting new customers so kind of marketing and getting new people in um, I feel like when we have people in we've got pretty good retention like m- most of our members have been with us for years so I feel like that the lifetime value is pretty good like it's just getting them in the door to start with yeah yeah and I think that's super true I think that's such a good point because I think uh, a lot of people try to think that it's really just about getting a few clients and staying there. But, you, you, you know, people don't realize that there's a cycle, right? You're inevitably going to lose clients every single month, you know? And so if you're not bringing any in, you're only losing. And, right? and so I think that's the biggest thing. So I appreciate you sharing that as well. So last two questions for you here, Robert, my two favorite questions, you know, what's the bigger picture for you long-term? What are you trying to accomplish? Let's say in the next five, 10 years. Sure. Um, well, kind of short term, I'm trying to get another coach. Um, initial targets get to that hundred members point, um, and then once once we get to there, obviously, what you need to get from fifty to hundred is different from hundred to two hundred. Um, so, kind of scaling, staffing, increasing the team, growing the team, to then grow the gym, um, and eventually, probably, ideally, looking to kind of take a wee bit more. Um, of a management role as opposed to a hands-on role. Um, I, I don't want to give up coaching altogether because that's my passion. I enjoy yeah, coaching. Yeah, of course. But at, the moment, at the moment, I'm doing everything. So it's, it's finding that balance. Um, so eventually, you know, a couple of staff members, um, helping them develop, helping them, you know, get better at coaching and me mm-hmm. still doing a little bit of coaching and helping to grow the business. Sometimes when you're working... Um, in the business, you can't work on the business, so um, it's a bit of a challenge. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's a great. I think it's most similar to to most of the gym owners we hear out here a lot. You know, where they want to be able to step away and have that freedom, right, and not have to be totally concerned about what's going to happen next and if you have to be involved or not. So, great point there. And one last question, Robert, my favorite question of the day, which is if you can go back in time here to when you first started your gym sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started your gym, what would that advice be for you? 
Um, good question. Probably, I, I think when I was a younger coach and just starting out, I probably w was focusing too much on the small stuff. Like, it doesn't really matter, like, how many reps, sets, you know, for, for, for our clientele, the most important thing is actually getting them coming along, making sure they're enjoying the sessions. Like, it doesn't matter how good your programming is, if people are not coming, it's not going to make any difference. So I think just really focusing on the experience and making sure that people are enjoying it. Like an okay program that people come to hundred percent is better than the best program that people come to 5%. So just really focusing on that, I think would, would have been better value in my time, I think. I'll tell you what, Robert, that was a mic drop of an answer and a good place to wrap things up in this episode. But before we sign out, I mean, please, if you can, if you have any Instagram, Facebook, social media, anything you have, where can people find out more about you and the gym? Sure. We're on Instagram, Facebook, just recently started TikTok, um, and it's at Reactive Training. Um, you'll get us on there. There we go. There we go. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for two more seconds here, as well as you know how you can get the podcast, I really appreciate it. I'm just going to go ahead and sign everybody outside over here, okay? Yeah. Awesome, Rob. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description to fill it out. And our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Joe Fitzgerald, and joining us, we have Michael Thomas of Dr. Thomas Fitness coming to you from Springfield, Missouri. Michael, what's going on, man? How are you today? Hey, I'm doing great. Um, just doing great, enjoying some time at home with my kids and doing some computer work. And joining us for a podcast and what could be better um, on a Thursday. Now, obviously the, the topic we're focused on is, is your business and, and the training aspect of what you do. But before we dive headfirst into strategy and tactics and all of that, tell us a little bit about this. Give me the, the elevator pitch for Dr. Thomas Fitness. What is this business about? Yeah, we are uh, about you know, empowering people uh, to improve their health. We want to educate them. Uh, we want them to experience what we feel like is the most efficient and advanced uh, evidence-based uh, strength training programming um, on the planet. Uh, I feel, and I know that's a big statement, but um, we use the most practical and safe and efficient training available. And when people come to us, uh, that's 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 our whole mode of exercise is uh, basic, progressive, uh, prudent 
uh, strength training to help them yep. build muscle mass, improve their body composition, improve their metabolism. Um, that is our focus. That is our mission. Um, yeah, to improve people's and health. You have a wealth of experience in this industry in what sounds like a number of different roles and, and different hats. When did you get this version, this this latest iteration of the business? When did you take the leap on this? Yeah, I mean, since day one, I think our, our focus was on the resistance and strength training to help our clients. Um, but I think through the years, um, you know, of people always ask me, you know, of all the after all the education and all the things that I've gone through in the 20, 21, 22 years of practice myself, you know, has things changed as far as our methods? And honestly, I don't think they've changed very much. But as far as from a business perspective, it has changed quite a bit. I mean, not the way we train clients or the methods in the gym, but the way we manage our business and do things. Mm. And so um, that latest uh, iteration occurred, you know, really about four years ago. Um, okay. And, and um, but our focus is on our clients and giving them the best uh, strength training you know, methods to make their time the most efficient, effective, uh, because time's always, always a factor with people. Sure. So. And you mentioned the, the change in the model of the business. It sounds like, yes. as I understand it, the, the majority of this is in the semi-private sort of idea. Tell us a little bit about that. What spoke to you about semi-private? Why did we go that route? Yeah. Um, I mean, for years, I you know, I started in 2000, I guess, one-ish. Um, I forget the dates. I should know that. My wife's like, that's right, when we kind of got married. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, actually, it was a couple a year or so later. But um, in those early 2000s, you know, I was, I was just doing personal training, and I continued doing one-on-one, -on -one, you know, like an hour training session with clients. Um, and you know, there were, there's just many challenges with that because first of all, you know, you can, you can get overworked rapidly. Um, you can have, you know, 20 clients booking for two hours a week. That's 40 hours with clients and you're pretty much capped at um, how many people that you, you can help. Um, and so uh, I would say, you know, in the early, like two, 2007, 2008, a lot of people were starting to talk about these small groups and, you know, how you can manage multiple people and still give them the same great programming. And so um, I was just always concerned about the retention of clients, the fact that maybe they would feel that they weren't getting, you know, as much, you know, individualized type training. But, um, you know, I'd say about four years ago, I just got kind of overworked, over over um you know i felt like there was no there was a cap on what i could do and how many people yeah. i could help and i mean there's only, the constant challenge of one-on-one -on -one right, training right sure. and it's and then you know at some point you're going to be i mean you, you know your fees are going to have to go up and i mean then so you know it just um so i, I you know i had some helpers i had some people that consulted me had some coaches and so I just decided that uh, I needed to make some changes with my facility to be able to offer, you know, small group training. And when I say small group, I'd say four to six is, 
is kind of our sweet spot per session. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, if anything, I think our ability to deliver a great service has actually improved because you're yeah. making the most use of every moment you're with each client and you know you're you're making sure and it's a it's an atmosphere of more enthusiastic type training anyway so it's very effective um and yeah. I, I typically love, a win-win for both yes right? for both business and end user absolutely and i love it because we were able to lower our, our prices a, a bit and then also um because my prices were actually very high actually um for the one-on-one training and so it kind of you know, it kind of is, I mean, I, we've helped just in this year alone. Uh, we've, tr- I think we've trained three times the, the volume of sessions, yeah. client sessions. Yeah. Um, and so those are a number of people that we wouldn't be, wouldn't have been able to help if we were just doing one-on-one. Sure. And so at least compared to the previous one-on-one structure, pricing is a little bit less and, and theoretically accessible yeah. to a wider yep. demographic. What's been working from a marketing standpoint to get people to your doors in the first place? How have you been able to spread the word about this? Yes, yes. And so having been in this industry, worked locally here in, in my my area for years, um, I you know, of course I do have a, a lot of former clients. Um, if there was one thing that I could tell a new business owner to do today, and that is is to keep a list, keep your list up to date and who your clients are, because that is exactly how I market um, today is, you know, I have a newsletter, an email newsletter I send out. Um, I text former clients, I text people and just say, hey, you know, you know, maybe do a, a trial week or a couple week trial. Um, I, I, um, I'd say that's what I spend most of my time doing you know is is, yep. is connecting with former clients i i i mean sure. again I've, I've been in i've worked with hundreds of people you know in the region over all of these years um and i always like to reconnect with them especially um and tell them that you know our you know our services are i think are great and they're going to be affordable where people can you know so, and we have various options as well. So, and we, we yeah. still do one-on-one training. I don't, I didn't want to, but it's just, it's very, it's very different than it was before. Um, so. Got it. Okay. And so a lot of the marketing or, or leads that we're getting in is more just based on the reputation of, of what right. you've done, the body of work that you've put together. Do right. you and- think... And I think, do you think thing, at any point that you'll put money into any kind of marketing or advertising strategy? Yeah. Yeah. So we, um, I, I tell you something else that I have been doing and it's, I don't have a huge following yet. Um, I th- I'd say about six to eight weeks ago, I started doing a YouTube channel and, um, mm-hmm. I don't have a huge following, but I try to do four to five videos a week, but I'm getting, I'm getting around four to six emails a week of clients that want to come in just from that. And I don't have, I mean, I don't have a huge following. I mean, at all. Um, and that's the beauty of our type of work is, you know, you don't have to have a hundred clients to, to do pretty well in, in this industry. Um, and so, uh, you know, I've got people that are full, you know, clients, I'll, I'll text out the link to one of my YouTube videos um, and, you know, they'll send it to someone. 
so I have been doing YouTube. I made a commitment to do so that. So the digital, yeah, the digital platform yeah. has taken yeah, a, a I, bigger... Yeah, I made a commitment to do that this year. Um, and, you know, I can see that really snowballing as, as you know, I mean, again, just eight weeks into this. But yeah. I saw over the last four years, I mean, it's just been really me picking up the phone and calling people or texting people um, and just saying, yeah. hey, you know, I, you know, we're doing this. Well, that. YouTube kind of and, lives on on the border of social media, but is social media a component of this for you? Are you on yeah, Facebook Yeah, Facebook, I have gotten, you know, again, but I think the Facebook, what I do is I do the video on YouTube and I just put the links over on all the platforms. And then that is, you know, people that, you know, are, are following me are, are former clients really, or yep. former students. Um, and so I think also another thing that I've learned, and I, I don't know the theory of this, but I think always trying to think of things that you do to kind of recreate things, to create more energy in your business. So for example, we've launched this well we're about eight about six weeks into this we launched an online coaching platform uh where we do okay. some online coaching um and so for instance i have clients that have moved away i have clients that just are local but don't train on site with us due to time or whatever um and by having this extra way of coaching Yes, we've picked up, I think we, we just built, we just started that around six weeks ago. I think we got 10 people in there right now. Um, but yeah. it's created more energy for the on-ground training as well. So uh, it it's almost like if you, if you just put a little more energy into something, create something or create, um, I don't know, create a new, you know, six weeks, you know, I don't know, lose 10 pounds in six weeks, you know, just to create some. That's the, that's the fun part about entrepreneurship is you can take it in any direction you yeah, want to take it. Yeah, you can offer yeah. whatever you want to offer. Right. And, 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 and just create a new service or a new something. Um, you know, I think one thing that really helps uh, that I found is offering former clients again, a week or two, just to come in and try it again. See, yep. you know. Um, Do you think so that, there's any opportunity for you to get in front of people who may not have interacted with your business before through yes. social media or YouTube yes. or any of these platforms? Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I, 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 uh, I think with my social media, with the YouTube, um, you know, there's a number of people that are in, have interacted with me that I've never met. Um, right. So, um, and those new leads might be where the, where the, really takes this business to the next level right. you know what i mean right and with the online training i'm very proud of this thing that we've built it's a periodization model uh, with strength training um and they you know we interview them and then we decide which program to put them in but it's um it's uh it, i spent a lot of time on it this summer um and uh it's a it's a pretty neat thing uh, and they the software does a lot of great work for them but then also we have you know, a group forum where we can chat, you know, just like a typical, you know, coaching, you know, online coaching platform. But, uh, but yeah, so, and then, 
Um, a couple other things too, like a couple local businesses that I know of, I'm going to go out and do some public speaking as well. Before the pandemic, I, 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 I enjoy doing that. And I think that, um, you know, just get your, your brand in front of people and talk about, you know, how you can help people and then the way, the way in which you do it. Yeah. Right. And so Michael, as you look forward with this, it's, it's an interesting time to be in the fitness industry. We're quote unquote beyond the pandemic and you can operate with some level of normalcy, but where do you see the future of this? You, you said that we have the, the brick and mortar in-person training. We have the online training. What's the big picture here for you? Where do you see this a couple of yeah. years down the line? Yeah. Um, and it's taken me, you know, several years to sort of get a vision. Um, and I think those steps, um, occurred with some of the changes we just talked about with your business model. Um, but I see now that my business is, I can scale it, but I'm, you, you know, as a, as a person that wants, you know, people come into our business, you know, they are going to want to see or know that, you know, Michael's there or in part, you know, involved. So I think, um, you know, I would like to, I would like to get, uh to a point of you know at the on ground business uh helping you know anywhere to from 150 to 200 clients so that would be probably tripling doubling or tripling our our volume as far as people um to to have an impact on that many people locally um at least and i and i mean we could probably even go bigger uh, the way we've structured our business, it's it's very scalable. We have the equipment. We may not quite have yeah. the square footage, uh, but I, you know, having you know a couple key staff people to help uh, would would be. Um, but there's always in our business, and this is what I've discovered. Um, there's only so you have to take time to heat for your mind and body to to recover from those sessions with clients you have to have time you i mean to train with clients 40 hours a week is a lot oh it, for sure anybody people. that's trained clients ever right. knows that right full time in right. fitness is typically right. 20 to 30 coaching hours right. and everything right. else that comes with so it. that's in my you know 20 hours for me is and i'm getting a little older i'm not quite as good as i used to be but 20 hours uh it would be i mean i think the way we do things i mean we could you know we could we could easily see you know over 100 just doing that for for what i the way i've got the thing built so I'd like to get to that point, and then I would like to get the online coaching uh, up to a thousand. Uh, we have we have the infrastructure built to handle that um, in the online platform. So um, those are kind of my goals. But I think, I mean, those are good goals. But I think really importantly for me is, I mean, you have those, but then you also want to live in the moment and take care of everybody that's there right now um of course and, yeah and and be um you know focused on those people and if 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 that's where things end up then great you know yep on the road let and me that, ask you one one kind of wrap-up question and is how do we tackle that do you think the bottleneck or the the hurdle to get to 
that 150 to 200 in person, a thousand plus online. Yep. Do you think it's the marketing and getting people interested? Do you think it's a sales process? Do you think it's your infrastructure and, and staff available mm -hmm. to take that to the next level? What do you think is, is kind of the, the keystone to all of this? Yeah. I mean, I think marketing would probably be, the, probably be, I mean, I think at some point I'm going to have to jump out and figure out some sort of, uh, you know, more, more aggressive marketing. Um, but I, I really feel like probably one of the, the, the most difficult bottleneck is going to be the administrative part. Cause I, I'm not too worried about the, the training element because I, I do have uh, the facility and everything kind of built to where I think we could, you know, we could make changes if we need to rapidly with that. Um, but having, you know, just intake, you know, client intake, um, mm. the billing, the, um, you know, the person to handle, you know, with the online world, for instance, I, you know, getting people in, in the program, get them logged in, make them, you know, I mean, that all takes yeah. time. Yeah. I talk to a lot of people in your position and it's funny because when people are, are thinking about starting businesses like this, they're only thinking about the training and how am I going to implement the fitness? And typically the fitness is the easiest part of this. Yes. Everything else is where businesses really differentiate and separate themselves. And so yeah, it will be a challenge, I'm sure, but uh, interesting one nonetheless. And, and that's the one you signed up for, right? This is why we get into yeah. entrepreneurship. Yeah, I have several friends of mine or clients that are entrepreneurs and, um, you know, I, I, I've learned so much from, from them, you know, and I think, uh, you know, treating, you know, treating your staff, you know, looking at them as part of your family and your team and, and, and just really cultivating uh, a, a good nature and good team uh yep atmosphere that's it that's that's the key yep. michael i'm sure there are a million things that we didn't get to touch on but we're running a bit shy on time here before we sneak out of here why don't you tell people about where they could find out more about this business what's the best website for people to learn about it yep um they can go to drthomasfitness.com i'm also on youtube uh dr thomas fitness uh you can find me there um, also Facebook as well. And then Twitter is Michael underscore underscore Thomas. Straightforward and simple. I love it. Michael, I appreciate your time. I can't thank you enough for your contribution here. I'm excited to see what the future holds because it sounds like you're you're reinvigorated and, and excited yes. to take that next step. So we'll have to check in with you again down the road. I wish you nothing but the best and, and can't wait to see it for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Absolutely. And to everyone who tuned in today, thank you as well. Don't forget, if you'd like to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model, click the link in the description, fill it out. Our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. 
The Gym Words Podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Christina Jenkins with Jasper Fitness out of Georgia. Christina, what is going on today? Happy Tuesday. How are you feeling? Happy Tuesday. I'm doing great. How about you? I'm always doing good. Every day is a good day. I appreciate you being here. We're excited Thanks to have you me. on and yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think we're about ready to dive into the nitty gritty here of what you have going on with Jasper Fitness. But first, let's take a step back. Let's go ahead and give the viewers a little perspective. So if you can, Christina, in your own words, how would you describe Jasper Fitness and what you guys do? Okay. Um, Jasper Fitness, anybody that has ever heard of Atlanta, we're about a hour north of Atlanta. So it's a very quaint town, very small. Um, Jasper Fitness is based on a hometown feel. Um, we do have, it's kind of like an old school gym. You got free weights, cable base, cardio equipment. I would say here that our biggest thing going for us is the closeness, the knit family that we got. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Being a community and being that, I always say the third home, right? Because you have your job, your house, and your home. I mean, sorry, yeah. your job, your house, and your gym. Those yes. are your three homes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think yep. it's so important when you can be that community-driven. And so let's start with the basics here, Christina. I mean, let's give the viewers another perspective shift here. How many okay. viewers are you serving? I mean, sorry, how many members are you serving currently? So currently, I'm looking at about 1,400 active members. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so with that, let's say this, what's been the best method of getting new people through the door? So I would say social media. That has been our number one influence to bring people in the door. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that's great. I think a lot of people, because again, like word of mouth will always be a component, right? I think that's forever oh, for in sure. any business, but when you can have the versatility of including social media and the word of mouth, and whatever, you know, unorthodox, by the way, that's flyers or like little cards. I mean, those are always going to work. It's because this is a yes. compound effect. So I think that's great yes. that you have your name out there. And so, I mean, you're at 1,400, you said, right? Active members here. And let's say this, though. I mean, I think this is always super important, you know, um, capacity, right? Let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things were unlimited. Mm -hmm. I mean, how much higher can you go? Oh, goodness. I feel like the sky is the limit. Um, <laughs> so... I do feel like that we have such a good variety in our members as far as the age range goes. Yeah. Um, so, of course, 
you know, you have your older ones that's going to come in mid-morning. You've got your younger generation that's going to come first thing in the morning before they go to work. So I feel like that I would love to say I could double the number, you know, but I feel like capacity-wise, we're sitting at 7,500 feet um, that I could definitely improve, hopefully by at least 30 to 40%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good range. I think that's great. I think obviously like you don't want to be exceeding, especially when you're community driven as you are, you know, jeopardizing the quality experience, you know, just for quantity can sometimes hurt you and then actually, you know, lower retention or whatever you want to say there. Yes. And so um, I think uh, I want to ask this question here. I think it's a good follow up here too. You know, I think okay. 1400 is, 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 is a steep number, you know, regardless yes. of, of, of if you're running a studio, traditional gym, whatever it may be. But if you are a one woman team, which I'm not sure if you are, and you can clarify if you're, if you are, or you're not, but how do you manage, you know, tracking? I mean, to know how long someone's been with you, where they came from, if they're canceling, like, how do you know those numbers? Yeah. Okay. So I am a one woman team. Um, it's just me. Um, but I also have an amazing staff behind me. Um, and I think that that is the number one thing here is you have to have a staff that also wants to see you succeed. Um, and so I can't say anything better about my staff. They're behind me, but our billing company has been fantastic. Um, so everything is computer-based. Um, they track everything for me. Um, we do offer insurance programs here. So with Jasper, Georgia, it is kind of more of a senior based community. However, I do think we're going in the opposite direction, but we do offer insurance programs and that insurance program, they basically document everything for us. Wow. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think that's great. I think it's so important, right? I think a lot of us fitness professionals, right? We we track our macros, we track how much weight is on the bar, how much we weigh, but sometimes we lose sight of our metrics for the fact that that's an emphasis for you. And I mean, you have the help to have it in the back end too. That's the yes. biggest thing. So yes. uh, I appreciate that, the honesty and transparency there. And so uh, I'm going to throw a little bit of a, of a curveball question, a little of a, of a longer question here, but um, a good question in itself. And I'm related to what we've been discussing here because we've been kind of going through the, the pillars of business we use in the fitness and gym world. And that's going to be your lead generation, right? Which is just your marketing, getting people uh-huh. through the door, mm-hmm. your acquisition, which is getting somebody from being an interested client to a paying client. And then your retention and ascension, right? Which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Yes. So of those three, Christina, where do you feel like you could improve the most? I feel like where I could improve, um, I would say the members that we do have, because we do keep our members for a length of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say anything better about that. The people that we get, they typically stick with us, um, which is a blessing. Um, but I would say getting them to purchase more things from us, the things that we offer, the one-on-one trainings, um, the supplements that we sell here, mm-hmm. um, the classes that we offer. I think that would be where I could improve that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the, it was, I feel like you're at a point where you're probably scaling and you, you have the fundamentals down packed, but getting those, those little, little, the nuggets, if you will, of yeah. ascension, right. Whether it's supplements and other things offer being that one-stop shop, truly 
for people is where I think you're at. And I think that's, that's a great perspective. Cause a lot of you're, you're ahead of the ball. You're not in, in the early stages, which is, which is great. And I think uh, this is the thing that I feel like most gym owners do struggle with when they get to you because it's like, well, how, you know, like people can yeah. get them from anywhere else. It's like, how do we do this? So I appreciate you sharing that with us too here, <laughs> Christina. Yeah. And I, I have, I have two more questions for you. My two favorite okay. questions. Okay. What's the bigger picture for you long-term? What are you trying to accomplish in the next five, 10 years? So to kind of give you a little bit of background. Um, so I've been in the industry for 16 years. Um, I've been with Jasper Fitness for 12 years. However, I have just recently purchased Jasper Fitness. I'm four months in um, on my journey. Um, my five-year goal is to open another small town gym. Not in this location, um, but that would be my five-year plan. Um, I would love to franchise out from here. I love it. I love it. And I think you will. I definitely, no I doubt sure in my mind. So. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. I love that. And congratulations on being uh, four months in. I did not know that. So congratulations, uh, Thank at, you. at least now. And and Thank and you. and I want to ask this question here. And I think um, to kind of close it off, I think you're going to have a great answer. You have some great responses so far. And um, you can you can start with, uh, I guess, whichever, you know, you've been in the industry 16 years, so, and you've just been the owner here for about four months. So whether you want to go back all the way 16 years or you want to go back four months, but when I ask the okay. question, it'll make more sense. You know, if you can go back in time here, Christina, to when you first started the gym or when you first started your journey here, uh, mm -hmm. and, you, and you could sit yourself down with the knowledge you have now and give yourself that one piece of advice you think you really needed to hear when you first started. What would that advice be for you? Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I really don't have the perfect answer for that. Um, I think that I would not take back, you know, sitting back. You know, we all want to be the one that makes the money, right? And for 12 years, I was the management team here at Jasper Fitness and, you know, put all my crazy hours in and sat here and watched him grow and I thought well, gosh I want to you know I want to take and run with it I guess I wish really I wish somebody would have told me you know 10 years ago why don't you try to venture out on your own you know the sky's the limit um, and unfortunately I learned that a little later in time so I really I think growth is probably the advice that I would have wanted to hear I love that. I love it. it's such a mic drop of an answer there, Christina. It's a good place yeah. to wrap things up on this well, episode. Well, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but before we sign out, I mean, please, if you can, if you have any social media, Facebook, Instagram, website, shout it out now. Let the people know where can they find out more about you and the facility. Okay. So Jasper Fitness does have a website, um, Jasper Fitness at gmail or at dot com. And then we've got a Facebook and the Instagram. We're fairly new to the Instagram, trying to pick it up, get more of the younger generation in. On those websites, you'll also be able to see all of our group fitness classes and one-on-one -on -one training packages that we offer with this. Okay, awesome. There we go, Christina. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for one more second, just so I can let you know how I can get you the podcast, I'd appreciate it. Just going to sign everybody else out over here, okay? Okay, thank you. Awesome, yep. And to everybody else who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. And if you want to come and join us and talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. 
And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.